Okay, you ready? Yeah. Lay the beat. It's the Play Cousins podcast up in this bitch. In this bitch. It's the Play Cousins podcast up in this bitch. In this bitch. We got Lindsay and Jamil and some cool guests too. We're going to talk about titties. So, huh, how about you? You want to join? Play Cousins podcast in this bitch. In this bitch. Woo! Wow. <laughs> Off the rim. Leia. I think that was the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. That wasn't bad. And I've listened to Nas's discography full through. So that was the greatest thing I've ever heard and in my you life. You even heard Nostradamus. Yes. Yeah. So but you know, we Jesus Christ on peace. <laughs> Starting off with a Jamaican accent. It's Play Cousins Podcast, Woo! episode four. Oh my goodness. I know we're growing. It's like, you know, it's I mean, it's like up. technically five, right? It's technically five, but what? okay. Well, four, <laughs> technically five. We in this bitch, though. We up in this bitch. That's right. Now, uh, I do want to say we, we had this whole deep ass show for everybody about incarceration. But unfortunately, um, our guests went through some family issues. Aww. So I want to extend my prayers and condolences to Breon Robinson and her mm. family. I'm sure we're going to have her back uh, yeah. eventually. So Definitely. Yeah. But Ready we ain't got no deep ass show today. Nope. We talking about some shit. We're still going through it, honey. We still going through it, definitely. <laughs> um, of I really like your hat. Do you? The Beyonce hat. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Beehive yeah. would definitely appreciate this if they could envisionize it. I'm trying to get... I feel like once you reach the Beehive, that's like the pinnacle of, of, of fandom. Uh, fandom, right? Yes. So I'm trying to embrace the Beehive. I fucking <laughs> love the Beehive. I love Work It Out by Beyonce. Shut up. Yeah. Because okay. we trying yeah. to get picked up. Yeah. You better work I it love out. I love you, Beehive. You better stop with that face. No one can see my face. I'm making a gr- I sound like I'm smiling when I'm talking, so it's you fine. You sound condescending. Because you know when people, like, you can tell that they're smiling when they're talking and when they're, like, frowning when they're talking. So, like, the Beehive is great. That shit is fake. <laughs> it's fake, B. Nobody knows that. Well, now they do because you admitted it. Okay? It's supposed to be on your OJ shit. All right. So we're doing the 22nd rant. Oh, goodness. You don't have a rant. I don't today. I don't have a rant either. I thought the show was canceled. (laughs) Funny. All right? But we're going to start with you. Okay, wait. Let me me think for a sec. Okay, I have a good one. Here we go. You ready? Ready? I'm counting on my fingers like I'm Mm -hmm. six. And go. I really, really dislike profusely... When there are places that are supposed to give you confirmation as to the press to go somewhere and they give it to you an hour before the event when you are nowhere near it any longer. I would appreciate if you could just give me that confirmation beforehand so I can look cute for the event. I'm not trying to look dusty. Thank you. Oh, you was about to get, ain't nobody want to hear that shit. You was about to get it. You beat it, though. I got to stop showing you my fingers. Right? So I can just count on the table. I know, because I was like, huh. I know, I was about to W shit, OD. But you were absolutely right, you know? People need to be on time with this shit. I'm, I'm trying to look cute. Like, I'm just trying to look cute. You're That's trying all to, I want. you trying to catch something? Give me my something? cute, like, time period here. It's like about at least an hour. I don't try to, I don't do the two, three hour thing. I'm good. You're trying but to Give catch me an hour somebody. to, like, you know, shower, get my hair nice. Look cute with makeup. And then I can go to the event and have fun. Can't go to an event ever. with your ass smelling. That's that's number yeah, one. That's, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's hot. It is hot in New York. This heat wave. Ignant. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, on, ignorant. it's on Gucci Mane jewelry. Ignant. <laughs> like, just ignorant. <sighs> All right. I'm ready. All right. Ready? ready? Go. 
right, so this rant is about myself. I went all the way to Jersey after work, got to my crib, had to pee, and forgot my keys on my desk. I had to go all the way back. Let me tell you something about me, y'all. I'm quick to dub somebody, but I got to get... Brad, don't nobody want to hear that shit. Don't nobody hear that shit. Don't nobody hear that shit, Jamil. I got dubbed. I was fucking infuriated <laughs> yesterday. All right. Hey, Rasan bought the handy. Hey. Give it up for Rasan. There you go. You're a class act, a gentleman and a scholar. You see how much happier we, happier we are to see him when he has Henny with him? One rule. Come, come on. Come over here real quick. We got guests. Go ahead. Unique <laughs> gets none. Okay, Woo! all right. Well, we didn't even announce you, need, but I guess we will. That's a, that's no, a that's terrible a rule. All right, well, she's here now, so God. shit. We got to let ladies go first. We have two guests in the building. Um, uh, This guest was... She's been featured on, like, maybe two two podcasts. Like, as, yeah. a, as like, a, 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 a ghost guest. A chiming in her. A chiming in her, but, Hype you know, man. she is sitting down with us. She, uh, again... Works for Hot 97, WBLS, WLIB, and is the content manager for That's Enough.com. Can I say that? <laughs> I can't say that now. <laughs> I want everybody to give it up for Unique. Yeah. Hi. Hey, Hi, Unique. Unique. I can't hear myself. You can't hear yourself? Um, what? Is, is your mic plugged in? Is it the volume up? Hello? Can you hear me now? I've been heard you. Oh. I don't hear can you. you. I can't really hear you either. Oh, okay. Now I hear you. Hello. Yeah! yeah. I got it right. I've been drinking Henny. <laughs> Your mic wasn't on. I'm sorry, Ma. All right, so usually we, we do a 20-second rant. So I need you to think of something that you can rant about. Um... That has been getting on your nerves in 20 seconds. Because we're very positive, so don't nobody want to really hear that shit. But we're going to let you get your shit off. That's cool? Hold on. Okay. Let me get my fingers ready. And go. I'm really upset that Rasan doesn't want me to have any. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Oh, that's, that's, that's all I got. But don't nobody want to hear that shit either. But that was good. That was good. No, I want to hear that because I think that, that was very offensive to me. Person I took that very personally for her. The thing is, Rasan and Uni have a great work wife work husband relationship where they hate if each other if my husband work husband play husband whatever the hell you want to call it tells me I can't drink henny we're fighting square well, up that's they, it like their spirits have been together for like at least 50 60 years so they're really tired <laughs> of each other but still she can get henny cause we but went he half left the on room, it so why we went half can... on it so all she right. can get henny he was playing alright alright so that's your that, that that's your joint alright cool alright so I want to open up the mics to an, I met this man Five minutes ago. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god. Oh my god. Holy shit. And uh from from what I from what I heard from my boy Josh, shout out to Jay Sanchez at SOB. She runs the, the joint. Woo! All right. Um, but this man is an amazing photographer. Um, he's been in New York for how many months, sir? Uh two years. Two years. Oh, okay. It's going on how three many in months? December. So eighteen. So twenty-four months. Twenty. Well, not exactly. 18. <laughs> Let's say eight, around there. Around We're not good How old now. is your child? 36 months. 36 months. 36 months. Yes. Going on 37. Going on 37. Just like 20 Six days. weeks. Right, exactly. Um, but he's from Minnesota. Go Vikings. Fuck what you heard. All right. Oh, God. It's my man D-Lo. D-Lo the photographer. Woo! Hey, woo-woo. Woo-woo. Hello, everybody. D-Lo. Yes, so, sir. So, I know you've been in New York for almost two years. Almost three. Almost three. Sorry. Shame on me. All right, so... We know that you done been through some shit here. Yes. Where do you live currently? 
I live in Ridgewood, Queens. Oh, Queens? I know, you, I know you're going through some shit going to Queens. Brave yeah, that's ignorant. Yeah. All right. Stop. He <laughs> said Ridgewood, not Queens Bridge. <laughs> I know, but I'm still going to do I it. I know you're so excited. <laughs> All right. So we want to uh, introduce you first to the podcast. And second, we need your 20-second rant, my boy. I can do that with no problem. There you right. go. Are you ready? Fingers up and go. All right, New York, how do you expect people to afford the rent out here? Shit. And y'all keep Woo! on building new apartments, new buildings, and these old rinky-dink ones. Y'all raising the price on them, too. Rinky-dink. Listen, <laughs> get it together, New York, with this housing situation. Under 20, y'all Good job. Wow. There you go. Y'all have been on y'all, y'all game today. I took a breather break. You did take a breather break. <laughs> or oh, I just wasn't counting fast enough. I don't know. We need to just use a stopwatch. <laughs> that one, yeah. My we fingers. really do. Like an alarm that goes, eh, Yeah. at the end to make you feel awful. Right. Because my fingers around 14, 15, the, the, this one didn't go up. Probably, so I got I confused. I can't even lie to you. The first time you said, don't nobody want to hear that shit, it offended me. But now I don't care anymore. You can't. So, no, I'm saying, but now that we need like an alarm, that's actually going to make you feel like shit. Exactly, right. Every time. Because that's what we want to do. We want to make you feel like shit in a right? positive way. Yeah. <laughs> right? Be aware of time. An inspired piece of shit is how you should be leaving this podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. Woo! There we go. All right, so we give you guys interviews, so I want to know some uh, some about you. I'll start with Uni because she's a woman. Yes. Yes, All right? ladies I'm sorry, first. Dizzo. Don't worry about it. I'm a gentleman, too. There we go. Aww. Are you looking for love? Y'all did let us leave streets. the elevator first. We'll talk so. about that when you interview me. There we go. Me. There we go. <laughs> All right, cool. Oh, let me tell you about Uni. There was one time during the Million Man March where I stayed at Uni's house in, uh, in Maryland. Um, That's dope. Uni was gone for eight hours, and uh, me and my boy Rasan starved. But then somebody was like, why didn't y'all just order something? And I said, good point. Why did, but I'm not, sorry. No, not only that, there were three cars in the driveway they could have Who takes somebody's... All right, I wouldn't take the car. Listen, listen. When I am hungry, all I am like an animal. All of my instincts kick in on how can I obtain nourishment. So that would literally be like an alarm in my head that's like seamless exists. So why I just would like to know why we your instincts dumb. aren't mad like dumb. eight mad hours, dumb. Jameer. I ate it wasn't two. A small box of frosted flakes. <laughs> oh my god! And toothpaste. I'm a shit. I ate toothpaste. <laughs> First time I admit I ate toothpaste. This is it was on some survival of the fittest type shit. Jameer. I know, I know. Shame on me. Seamless.fucking.com. Okay. Grubhub. <laughs> Fight me Jeez. after this. Postmates, for God's Fight. sake. I don't Postmates know what that is. Postmates deliver you Shake Shack, and you don't think that that's something to be excited as hell and hey, remember? Hey, yo, fight me. <laughs> so, I stayed at Uni's house. Um, shout out to Mama Uni. Amazing. <laughs> she looks just like Tisha Campbell from Martin. Yes. Um, but Uni, I like I said it's your career, but I want to know more about you. You came here for college and you know, you went to St. John's and all that good crap. But... Same. Oh, oh yeah, did? yeah, I did go to St. John's. Yeah. Look at y'all getting educated. Oh, Johnny's. I don't know what that is. I, We're I'm, Johnny's. That sounds dumb. <laughs> Johnny's. I'm sorry. Oh, you shout out to St. To John's. Shout out to Johnny Cole. Thunderbird, thank you. Oh, that's what y'all Red... Oh. Yeah. Red storms. Oh. Oh yeah, the reds right. Johnny <clears throat> Okay. So before St. John's and all this, how how'd you what, what's your journey been like? I need to know your music, where you fell in love with hip hop, all that cute shit. For me it's different. Um I didn't fall in love with hip hop first. It was more like R and B. Okay. I had the Hot Boy single with Missy Elliott. Oh, okay. The single CD. Oh my. So that was like my first ever CD. What's your name? Yeah, but with Nas and like Eve and all them. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it was it was R and B because of like 
go-go influence culture, so soul, all that stuff. So I didn't start listening to hip-hop until I got to college. Mm. And I didn't really get into hip-hop till like, my sophomore year of college. Nice. And that's, like, when, like, the Kendricks were coming. Well, no, Kendrick came senior year. So it was, like, Drake was rising and J. Cole was buzzing because he just graduated. All that. That's, like, when I started to, like, really like hip-hop. Mm-hmm. I guess I could ask both of y'all this. Like, you guys were there when J. Cole was on the come up. I per- I never. I actually I was there when he had already been signed. And, like, I, my freshman year was uh, when he released uh, Friday Night Lights. Right. So he was already, like, basically, basically close to, like, making it, like, mm-hmm. there. You know what I mean? Thank and you. And I got there the year after he graduated from St. John's. 2008, right? right? Yeah, 2008. Okay. And. Before that, like, he was already a legend at St. John's, like, for Haraya. Yeah, he was president of Haraya. Yeah. I don't know what Haraya is. Haraya was a, Our, a black student organization. Oh, nice. Black but they ran, like, everything, everything dope on campus. Like, the concert, everything. Like, they did, we did it all. We did Black Music Fest. Um, we also did... And, like, we funded other programs, like the fashion show, Carnival. Because mm-hmm. we had, like, outside of student government, we had the biggest budget. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anything dope going on, on campus, they were behind. Like, okay. That was really what it was, and he was the president of it, and that's like that was like the probably like the biggest thing you could possibly be on campus for as a student. I yeah. think, right? Well, yeah, just being on that e board period. Right. I, think I got I was able to be on the e board my junior year. It was lit because that's the year we brought J Cole back for the first time. Like he had just signed a Rock Nation, so it was him and Ryan Leslie, and oh, it was nice. it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. So Cole Cole was always a leader. Yes. Yeah. It was always an emergency. Like, did rap into the victory beat in Hollis, the dorm? You know, there's video on YouTube. Yeah. I oh. think it's the greatest thing ever. And honestly, no one knew he was a rapper until his senior year, when he was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna open up for a Black Music Fest." No one knew he rapped until then. So really? Like, it was four years, and then like right before you graduated, everyone found out he was a rapper. That's Shit. crazy. That's how the legend goes. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's that's how you should do it though. Hide yeah. it. And then I, all of a right. sudden, if hmm. they don't know your dreams, they can't kill it, shoot it down. Come on, Ooh. yeah, Ooh. come on, come on, D Lo. Whose line was that? I don't, I don't know. know. Come on, that was J Cole's line. Baby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, if they don't know your dreams, they can't shoot them down. Yeah, but clearly I, we are. Uh, J Cole stands over here. I said prior, prior to asking that I wasn't necessarily a huge fan. I okay. just, I really yeah. just started accepting J Cole. Sa- same here. 2014 Hill. 2014 Forest Hills Drive was like that was where I was like okay this guy is completely special right mm-hmm. but That's you knew you you knew yeah it was like one of those you just, we just supported off the strength that like he went to our school and um what's the Born Center solidified it for me Born Center solidified it for me because like mm-hmm. a lot of people say that and I did not yeah no because like it, I heard. See, this is how bad, like, his debut album. I don't remember the name of it. Oh, uh, uh, Sideline Side Story. Story. Yeah, I, I thought that. I thought that was, uh... He had a lot Dwight of mixtape cuts on there, though, so it didn't feel like a debut album, yeah. I don't think. A lot of people were just like, oh, this is songs that we hear all the time. We have already heard, so it just felt like literally like an extended version of his mixtapes. Right. So they, that's why it wasn't <laughs> as exciting as, like, you know, Born Center was completely original <laughs> stuff after that. Right. And it's like, you knew what he was going through, because... Basically, he just talked about everything we went through at college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like, wow. Right. So that was kind of like when you were coming up in St. John's, that's when you really kind of put a grasp on hip hop. Mm-hmm. All right. But did you always know that you wanted to work in music? Yeah. Okay. So what did you want to be? Oh, and I was, it was so simple. I was like, I'm going to be a record label exec. That was it. You wanted to be a record label exec? Yeah, that was it. Okay. Like, oh. no, like, what is that? No, I didn't know what it was. You didn't know I what it said, was. I want to work in music. I want to be either a CEO of a record label 
or I want to be like Donnie Simpson or I fucked with Donnie. Shout out to Donnie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uncle Donnie, man. If you're or... listening, please come here. <laughs> Or I wanted to be a singer, but I couldn't sing, so that wasn't going to work no, out. you cannot sing. No. I've heard you, and it is not good. It sounds just like you. Ouch. Yo, square up right <laughs> <laughs> now and fight me. I'm off the henny, so it's oh, going to be too. good. Yeah, I know. Um, But, you like, I've seen you progress. So, you know, since I got here, um, I know you've been working with Enough, content manager, Oh yeah. How, how, first of all, how did that start? Because now you you do that, but you also interview, and we'll we'll touch on that. But how did how did you Me land the job? Enough? Yeah. Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. So basically, I was doing like a lot of like random jobs. Like I hate it. Like I was working at this place called The Ladders, which is like um, what monster jobs or mm. indeed where we just input the jobs. Um, I did a PR job. And music and like during that time, that's like when they had like Tanashi before she blew up, and Young Scooter and what's Mac URL and all them. Oh yeah. So then like Shout out to Smack. So that was cool, but then budget cuts came, oh. and I was just like, oh shit. <laughs> so then I started doing Goodwill with Goodwill with kids, and I was like, yo, I have to find something I really like because this is not fun. And so I started working with my friend Greg, who. Who's right now, like, he's a dope videographer. Like, he started with his blog, Page 31. Oh, yeah. And now he's just, like, famous. Like, he's, like, being a little famous um, videographer, <laughs> shooting everybody's music videos, traveling, traveling around with this person that person. And I don't know, randomly I just saw a tweet. So, basically, Blue sent out the tweet for enough. Shout out to Blue. Mm. And it was just like, I'm looking, I'm looking for interns. Come um, send your resume to another. So I sent it in. Uh, ended up getting an email. So we had to come here to interview. And I'll never forget it. It was like me, and I had to go to work. So I had on like chucks, ripped <laughs> jeans, I think a, like a sweater or something. Cause I had to go play with kids and braids. And the, this other girl came and she was just like suited business, up, suited business, like had everything on deck. And I was a talk to her. She was like, yeah, I used to like work for Fox. I used to work for Fox. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, shit. I work, I work with kids. <laughs> I work with kids. At Goodwill. <laughs> so basically what happened was, um, I remember it was DJ Quiz, uh, Jeff Dacker, and Blue. The three of them interviewed me. Mm. And for, the girl went first. And I was just sitting there like, do, 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 do. Well, <laughs> I hope I don't know how this is going to play out. So then we, we get in there and we start talking. And I think, like, what really got me the job is me and Quiz, like, all the same artists. Because, mm. like, around that time, Jeanette Ayako was yeah. coming out. Mm. Kendrick was bubbling. Like, all the people oh, yeah. that are on top right now that were, like, underground and bubbling. That's who I liked. That was from college. And Quiz was like, oh, shit, you like the same music I like. <laughs> and then... Yeah, two weeks later, Blue was like, yeah, okay, we hired you. Got that job. That's Look at you good. working your way up <laughs> off of Twitter. Right? Yeah. Lay up. So useful. Yeah. Super useful. Wow. And now you interview. Now, now you also, you're the content manager. Let's not skip over that. Yeah, but interviewing, it started, like, my very first interview was, what, maybe, like, six months after I started, and I did it with Mac Wiles. Oh, okay. And then right after that, I did Danny Brown. And it just went from there. It's progressed yeah. from there. And you enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I can tell you, you just did one with Joey Badass. I know because I'm editing it. <laughs> yeah. I do that as well. Look at me, <laughs> Jack of all trades. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing special, y'all. Nope. Um, but. Bagadocious. Hey, 
You, off the Henny, you off gotta be. Henny, Anything yeah. is possible, right? <laughs> Anything is possible. Shout out to Biscuit. Ooh. Love you, Biz. Shout out to Biz. Shout out to Biz. <laughs> but, you know, I, I can see that you've been enjoying yourself. Um, I think as an interviewer myself, I take pride in going for aspirations and thinking of people who I want to interview. I even write down notes on people who uh, I want to interview. So. Oh, that's nothing. Like, I only interview people I like. Right. I can tell that because you're very particular in your in your interview. So, who is somebody that you really want to interview or that you you're plotting after Question. next? Yeah. Oh, thank, you. thank you, baby. So, <laughs> I don't. I want to. It's okay. It's it's really weird because it's not going to be like a regular interview. I want to interview Wale. Mm. Okay. But it's like it yeah, wouldn't be like a. It wouldn't be a music interview. It'll be like just like a hometown interview. Right, because you guys mm. are both from the DMV. Has he? I don't think he's done one. Like a, a DMV, genu- a genuine DMV, like everything about it, like everything that has made him from there. I don't think he's done one strictly for it. That's a good point. Has it? Okay. So he's like, he talks about it, but he doesn't like really show that side of him per se. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, of course, Beyonce does. <laughs> Shout out to the Beehive. We're trying to get sponsored by the Beehive. This is the second person said that. Hey. I mean, I Shout I got to do one of our artists, so that was close. Close. Oh, you close. You did. Yeah. So. You did. Fun fact: I have interviewed two out of the three Destiny Child's members. That's okay. Kelly so, and Michelle. So. I'm gonna. Say, yeah, right. I was gonna say Kelly close, Latavia or, or Latoya. It's always no, a mix that you can do. No, it's definitely the later Destiny Child. But yeah. Got it. Because you could have interviewed Farah too. Yeah, I, I think I could have. Ha- I think I once had the opportunity to do Latoya too. Latoya, yeah. well, Latoya's still bubbling. Like, let's not like think that Latoya ain't this shit. She's I like bothered. Latoya a lot. She's yeah. so beautiful. She is. Latavia too. She lost all that baby weight. I tell you what could happen. <laughs> <laughs> Am I gonna pull out? Probably not. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. All right. All right. So all right. great. I and know. you just had to have your little filth coming in there. I gotta be me. I gotta be me. I know. One percent filth. Requirement. Requirement every show. <laughs> well, Uni, we thank you for, for being here with us and Woo! we look forward to talking. Uh, we got to move on to my brother D Lo, who I met. Let's give an applause for them. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got to give an applause. Woo! Uni! It's not easy to come up in this industry. Right. And also come from St. John's, uh, you know. <sighs> Y'all are privileged. Come on, come on in. Look, all right, let me just tell, tell you guys. So I was in a panic and Lindsay was on her way to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't necessarily want to cancel the show, so... I wasn't on my way, but I told you, I was like, if you want, I'm still here. I don't have to leave. And yet. I said, come through. <laughs> and I said, I just, in my mind, I was like, figure it out. So I overbooked because we were underbooked. So and, and it's so many people here. Guests. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Mel. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, but my, my boy D-Lo, who I met... 10, 10, 15 minutes Probably ago. 15 minutes by 15 now. Minutes wow. Ago. You guys have a tight bond now. Yeah. We're, we're like, this is my, this my homies <laughs> right here. This is my man's right, right? here. So, uh, brothers you know. Brothers for life. Brothers for life. Like, for now. <laughs> my my boy Josh uh, sent me sent me the contacts. I'm bringing him downstairs. Said now. He said now. So, so convenient. There you go. Yeah. And now we like homies. Yeah. Uh, D-Lo, let me... Let me First, by saying thank you for coming through. Thank you for Woo. having me. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of this. You're an amazing photographer. I haven't seen any yes. of your stuff, but I trust Josh, like, <laughs> with my firstborn. So. That's what's up. That's what's up. You'll <laughs> see it after this. So. Okay. All yeah. right. Do you right. trust your firstborn, though? Yes, because <laughs> I ain't changing pampers. So y'all probably going to have to do it. Like, legit. I don't want to do it. 
So. Black assist. Black? No, there's definitely a, that's definitely a black assist. Shout <laughs> out to definitely a black assist. Shout out to my man Mel. We're going to talk to Mel in a minute too. It's like rotating guests. I love it, it really is. So we could just have like eight different podcast segments. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll make it. As long as I made the cut, I'm good. You make it. Yes. What's happening? Yeah. So you you started off in Minnesota. Yes. Um, first of all, uh, I know you probably were freezing your ass off. Yes. Okay. Facts. So. <laughs> Let's talk about the the humble beginnings in Minnesota and what brought you to New York. The winter times. I couldn't take another one, man. Unbearable. That got me up out of there. Yes. So I, I left Minnesota in uh, 2013, at the end of 2013. <laughs> okay. No, continue. Um, Lindsay dropped the phone. Nothing big. Yeah, nothing major. <laughs> but uh, So, yeah, moved here in the end of 2013, which was December. Uh, I just couldn't do another winter time because when the snow drops there, it sticks. When a snow drop here, it lasts for three days, and then you good. You know, you don't know how gross. to dress. It's gross here, though. Yeah. It is gross here, but that's because of the wind, and we on this island. You know what I'm saying? But when you come outside, and the sun is out, but the snow is past your, like, you know, your shin, and that sun is just beaming off that snow, and it's just oh, blinding shit. you. It's a lot of things <laughs> that <laughs> I can say about the place, but I love it. It's home, but it just wasn't challenging me enough. So I came to New York because they said, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Nice. Mm. So I came here, and uh, I pretty much just started speaking my career into existence. And I told people nice. that, because I had to start all over. You know what I'm saying? I, I couldn't take that Minnesota rep and bring it here. I had to start all over, but I was cool with that. I was willing to do that because I knew what I was capable of doing. So I came here, started telling people I was a celebrity photographer. I mean, I had did a couple celebrities back at home, but that not that wasn't what I was, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. So once I start saying it and start just getting myself in that position, I end up becoming a celebrity photographer. And then my mentors, they were celebrity photographers themselves. So, you know, I made my, you know... I made Your my mark. way in. I guess you say I faked it till I made it, but I made it, so mm. I'm making it. That's a better it. fake it till you make it story, though. Oh, yeah, you're like yeah. Fraud, you're not frauding. Well, anything. yeah, there's a lot of different ways that you can say fake it till you make it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You can either be not who you are, like, personality-wise, and try to, like, fit in with different groups that you know you don't fit in with, or you can just be like, I'm already this, but you're not already that, but you're just going to keep on working until you are that person that you say you are or you want to be, so... That's more the route that I went. I was just like, I'm a celebrity photographer. I do this. Mm. And I did it with confidence. So then, like, when you go to these doors at these shows in New York, I figured out it's all about, you know, how you walk. Right. You know? You walk up to the door like I'm supposed to be here. That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't let New York intimidate you. Nah. Right. Nah, nah. But it's a lot of uh, BS that comes with living here, but that's the same thing as anywhere else. So, you know, you, you just got to keep on walking, keep your head up, and uh, keep faith. Mm. I know when I told my mom, hey, I want to do radio, <laughs> she was like, <laughs> well, shit, you ain't living here doing radio because then they don't make no money. So right. what did your family initially want, want you to do and were they supportive of your move to New York? Uh, from the beginning, it kind of hit everybody from, you know, they didn't know what I was going to be doing because I went to college for graphic design in Minnesota. But, you know, I wasn't too fond of these prereqs classes and, you know, all those classes you got to take just to get to the graphic design. So I ended up dropping out of Mankato, which is in Minnesota. I dropped out of school, went back home, and all I had was a camera. Mm -hmm. So my thing was I don't want to feel like a failure to all my other classmates. So I used that camera. That was the only thing I left college with. No papers, no nothing. Like mm. So this camera, I'm like, 
I gotta I gotta figure out something to do. And which is crazy because I end up journaling my whole process, but the whole progress and process of starting off with that camera to where I'm at right now, which is pretty cool. But my family, they're really supportive of it. They see, you know, I had to make them believe it. I had to make the whole city believe it. I was just my family. Nobody. I was an underdog. I came here as an underdog. They like, Dilo, what? You doing what? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I switched the whole lane on them. Like Minnesota is different from New York. You know what I'm saying? It's a, the mentality is different. There's a lot of gang stuff going on. There's a lot of really? violence and stuff going on. Yeah. And Shit. and I was too close to that for comfort. You know what I'm saying? Mm. My friends was dropping. You know, family members is dropping. So I'm like, death is too close to me. I got to figure out what I'm going to do. I said, man, I'm taking this camera. I end up visiting New York in October for a weekend of Halloween. And I... Uh, the lady that I slept with, it was like a cow surfing situation. Oh, so you, wait, you slept <laughs> like strangers. Oh, you stayed with strangers. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So that's how it started off. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I had a vision. I was dedicated like to hostels, it. Hostels, though. Hostels when you travel other countries are similar. True. See, it's true, different true. though because you know, like I guess you could say it's like Airbnb and cow surfing. It's because you never know what type of housing situation you're going to be in. Also, you never know who you're going to be living with. But right. it's just like a, you know, it's a, you flip that coin. You may get a heads, you might get a tails. But uh, once I did that, I asked the lady, I'm like, yo, if I buy a one-way ticket back here, can I keep this bed? She said, yeah. So wow. I went back home, sold my car, quit my job, and didn't tell nobody I was leaving until, like, I was about to leave. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's how it started. And everybody just had to have faith in me. Cause I wasn't there no more, you and I didn't let them back. know yeah. what I was going to do. Just like what I said earlier about the J Cole, they don't know your dreams; they can't shoot them down. So that's J my Cole story. said that, by the way. Yes. All right, <laughs> all right. That is great. Yes. There you go. I got yes. a question, though. Yeah. What's been your most proud, like, proud moment since you've been here? Whether it's like an accomplishment in your career, or a f- certain photos that you got to take, uh, or, or something you got to be history you got to be part of. I would say doing the. Uh, the Dreamville Bar Crawl with mm-hmm. J. Cole and them. You know, they had did three bars in Manhattan. SOBs was one of them. That's where they did their encore show. And they walked different locations. And I was with them. I went. I started off with them. I was actually at the first venue before them. Watched them all come in. And, you know, I had my time to speak with J. Cole, with the other members and everything. Because I've been a fan of them for a while, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like before the album days, like mixtape days and everything like that. So I go back with them. So for me to be in that position was like, nigga, we made it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, I'm saying? what was your conversation with Cole like? Conversation with Cole was like, yo, man, who you shooting for? I was in his face with the camera and shit, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm a fly in the wall when I do my pictures. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna see me pop up here and there, but at the end of the day, you're gonna be like, damn, those are some good ass pictures. Where was you? Mm. All right, well, he seen me take a few of those pictures and he just didn't know who I was shooting for. So I told I like once I seen him by itself and I seen, you know, I read body language and everything. So I peeped it out. So I found a moment to get him by itself and I was just like, yo, I'm shooting, you know, shooting for so and so and whatnot. Just make sure that he's comfortable, shook it up with him, make sure he was cool with it. Mm. Because, I mean, the last thing you wanted some problems with a nigga because you're trying to do your job. Right. You know, I just cleared it up with him. Everything was cool. And I felt like I had started that relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, all you got to do is be a little different than the rest of the people, how they approach them. And then you might leave a lasting impression, you know? So that was my thing. Let me just hit him up. Let me just go over there and talk to him real quick while he's by himself. Mm. So that's how that was. 
So it was cool. I feel like it was memorable for me to be like, oh, you remember that one time when we talked at this, you know what I'm saying? Right. Be a little bit more specific instead of just being like, I shook your hand one day. Mm-hmm. That's not enough for me. So, What's your favorite photo that you've ever taken? Like the one that's like you want to get in the biggest frame possible and like blow up into a life size? Like, uh, as project? far as celebrities or just any, any? Anything. Uh, mm-hmm. Not to be a Debbie Downer, but one of my cousins that just recently passed, I did mm-hmm. a photo shoot with him before he passed. Mm-hmm. So that was like the most wow. memorable, you know, photo shoot. Like I want to, because it was, I'm more of a photographer. I capture the moments. I capture how people feel. I capture time. So I feel like the soul was in the picture. So, you know, I want to get that blown up because I'm like, yo, I still have a piece of this person that yeah. I appreciate it so much. But people so, don't. Yeah, you know, and I, that's why I started this photography. It was to leave a legacy. Like I said, back at home, it's, it's different in here. I mean, it's violence everywhere. It's bad everywhere. But when it gets when you start to feel it too close, you got to figure out how am I going to leave a legacy for myself other than being a T-shirt or a post for about two weeks or a mm. month. You know what I'm saying? So my thing was leave a legacy by leaving your pictures here. So my thing, I feel like I accomplished it already because I have enough pictures here that if anything happens to me, my pictures live on for mm. me. Live on, you know? So that's that's my whole thing of why I do what I do. That was powerful. Right. Yeah, that was powerful. Hey, give it up for that. Thank you. <laughs> so we got uh, Uni and uh, uh, D-Lo here, and we appreciate you guys being our guests. But we yes, have a whole slew you. of people in, <laughs> in, in the building, and what we want to do now is play You Can't Lie. So I, I need everybody to get up to to, this is to my mic. least favorite part. So you can't lie is basically we ask you a question you can't lie about it, and these guys will get their own full episodes as well. You know these guys are like the supporting cast of the Bulls. They're coming off the bench. Uh, we have uh, Whoa, Ma- why we gotta be the bench players? Because y'all didn't come in on time. <laughs> My Nick, so why I can't be Robin? I'm sorry, I had work okay. to finish. You're right. Can't All be. right. Thank you. Well, this is why you're Tony Kuko and. <laughs> He wasn't on the Bulls. God, God damn it, Rasan. Bro, 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 bro. Yo, bro. <laughs> Shit. Dwight is this. Dwight is All right. So I want to start who's in front of me. My uh, my wonderful, uh, I, I call her sister and confidant. Uh, and, you know, she's just a mover and shaker in her own right. And I love Aww. her to death. Her name is Safira Martin. And she runs a company called Sassbox. Give it up, Safira. Safira, how you doing? I'm good. Rest I'm... all out. Yeah. Thank you. I told Rasan I'm trying to get chose. He said at work. I said, hey now. Hey now. Hey, Let's now. keep it in the family. There you go. Keep it right in the uh, family. Pat, I hope you're not listening, Pat. There you go. Yeah, we're not. I'm pretty sure Shit. she's not. Hope not. Wow. Thank you. All right, and then I'm just and to, to, to the right of me. Well, diagonal, uh, honestly. I mean, this man uh has worked for DJ Camelo. Shout out to Camelo. Yeah, but Camelo. his He's branched off and did his own thing, and uh, you can catch him every month. We still doing it every month? Uh, like yeah, like every two weeks. Every t- oh, every two. Excuse me, Dimelo. Uh, every two weeks, um, you can catch him. He's at the pier throwing these dope ass boat parties. We got to host one, by the way. That would be ready when y'all are, man. Yeah, sip shit. All right, uh, it's my man Mel. Mel, give it up for Melvin. Mel. What it do? What it do? Thank what you for having me, guys. And then uh, a friend of the show who's also been kind of like, all right, so Lewis, bruh, man. He's been a real hype man, though. Right. When you supply the Henny, that's that's the real hype well, man. Well, we bought it together. But he brought it in like the savior that he is. You petty? <laughs> I am petty. That's petty. You are the savior of the day. Real MVP. Yes. He, petty. He's an amazing videographer. And also, <laughs> he is a, uh, a former, 
former trendsetter and former hip hop artist. I mean, oh yeah, his song I saw that. is booming, and we'll show Fire. you. We'll show you after the podcast. Um, and really, really, this, yeah. this is a thing. He's also actually I'm getting married. Really excited. Hey. He's oh, getting wow. married as well. Give it up for my man with signs. Rev out here. No, your face is not supposed to be you with your eyes. You're not supposed to have your eyes popping out. You're supposed to be like, yeah. No, I am. But I feel like Shanisa sent you a text. She sent me nothing. She said, put that out there, huh? Didn't she? No, she didn't. All right. Okay. I'm going to need you to be way more excited. Excuse me. I'm going to need you to be way more excited. You're getting married. Woo! Thank you. Yeah! I love your dreams. Yes. Arguing about guest list is so much fun. Oh, my God. All right, so the game you can't lie is basically whoever you. We, this is a circle now; it's a full circle. Whoever uh, you pass to in the circle has to answer your question. You can't lie about it. You can't renege. If you do, no more henny for you. And I swear to God, I'll take okay. it away. Do Let me refill? finish this. There you go. Yeah, I'm about to drink. My shit. No, you cannot. I'm definitely Give me going the henny. <laughs> Pass me the henny. Pass me the henny. All right, so Lindsay, I want you to start off. Okay. All right. <laughs> So pass it to anybody. Oh gosh, this is tough because I haven't even gotten to my filth mode. So like I don't. You don't know have to, to be filthy. Excuse me. Sorry, yes. Mama. Thank you. Okay. Uh, that's a good question. Hmm. Okay. Uni. Yes. Uni. I have a question for you. Okay. If you were to interview any particular celebrity and you knew that you could not like control your loins. <laughs> who would that be? Hey, like while doing so, who would that be? Oh my god! AKA, who is your celebrity crush? But like you know, more than crush. Right. Like who would you fuck? want to fuck? Who would <laughs> right, you do? right, right, right. Come on, guys. I know, right? Who would you fuck? Think like a man. Think like a man. The guy that Ely. Sorry. No, wait a minute. That's the one. That was the one. Tahiri was. Tahiri was right. dating Michael Taraji. Ely. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Tahiri. Joe Budden. <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 no. Taraji. 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 Ice. Beautiful eye man. That's that's what it is. Yes. I love eyes. Ooh, eyes are my thing. Oh, <laughs> eyes are my thing. The yes. Eyes. Okay, so it's all in the eyes. You would sleep with Michael Ely. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. All right. Ooh, in a heartbeat. Honestly, there yes, you go. There like you go the with the honesty. All right, so you need your answer, turn. Good answer. <laughs> Shit, this is hard. No, it's like not. Like I said. Okay, Jameer, then your turn. You want me? Because you, you got to ask everybody then if you're so good at it. You want me yeah. to ask everybody you're a so question? good yes. at it. Perfect. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm so sorry. Jameer Where y'all want me to go? Y'all want me to start Jameer, do clockwise? your interviewing skills. You want me to act clockwise? Yeah, start over Lindsay. Here. Oh, first. oh, God. Yeah. All right, Lindsay. Oh, God. See, the thing is, I, I thought this plan was going to work oh, so well. It was and so then it got to you, and you're <laughs> like, wait, this is a it shit idea. You Continue. asked for this. I'm right. Sorry. Lindsay. Yes. All right, if there was a celebrity where you get five minutes where we would just shoot the fail, like y'all could go to square up with whomever, who would you take in that room and fight? And fight? And fight. <sighs> Not fuck, fight. Okay. Ten years ago, I would have said Tony Yayo, but to what? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> why? Because he's a gangster. Yayo, <laughs> I got Yayo. my money on Yayo. I love you, but I definitely got my money on Yayo. Yeah. All right, um, he slaps fourteen-year-olds, so no. Oh, okay. Who I know. Oh shit! <laughs> Thank you. Um, I would like to. I, I. That's a good question. Now I would probably say Kylie Jenner. With her appropriation oh. ass self. Ooh! Well, that's my boo, though. <laughs> but that's Dave. 
That's I'm sorry, right you want an appropriating ass bae who doesn't respect your culture? Holy as your woman? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold up. Go what teach the... her about. Go teach her about something. I guarantee she's gonna make a profit off of it the next day. Go that's, ahead. She's gonna put on her. Blame it on her mama. Give her a dish. She'll her put on a cooking show and say, "Guys, preach, this is how you Lindsay, do that." Preach. This, this, I've been doing this in my family for years. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my lord. Yeah, you got served. Come, come on, Safira. Safira from Sassbox. Sassbox, the. Uh, Official uh, box, gift box. Hey, yo. Hey. I, box. Yo. I don't know if it's an official guys, box. It's, it's not the know. box that keeps giving. It's a lifestyle right. subscription box. There you go. And oh, she word. she has, all right, so what, what, what you do. It's a box of all boxes. It is. It has a lot of, nah, it's going to sound. Jameer's actually giving. probably the only box. man who's supported the box, though. Whoa, I have to say that. Whoa, let's give it up for Jameer. Actually yeah. supported. No, no, no. Oh, no, supporting not every box. box but... Go ahead, ask the question. Okay, all right. I'm trying to make it's no good way yeah. to talk about Sorry. boxes. All right, all right. So, Safira, what's up? What's the most awesome place you've had sex? <laughs> I like them people have to think about this. Yeah, cause she nasty. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the tongue thank out. you. Oh man, South Beach. Yeah, you Miami. had sex at South Beach. Yeah, like on the beach. On the beach. Yeah, Ooh, I'm so jealous. Nice. That's like my dream. Hey, what time of day? Yeah, what time? It was like five o'clock in the morning. Oh, I thought yeah. you were about to say afternoon. I'm like, so why romantic? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not really. Was it good? It was good. Did he yes. last? Huh? Did he last? Yeah. All right, give him lasting. Give him that guy for lasting. That no, was a good question. Thank you. You're welcome. Sorry, I got an input on that one. Did you use a cover? Oh, yes. oh I thought you were about to say it. I thought you were about to say it. Protect the brother. Let's get it. <laughs> no, no, That's we right. wasn't on the actual sand. Like, we had towels laid out and stuff. No, you should. So we That's were good. Sand, sand is just sand. That shit don't count then. What you mean? You ain't real. Nah, you can't. Do you want sand in your house? All right, wait, wait. Everybody's talking at once. That shit will, like, get all up in there. No. Disaster if it gets all in there. Yeah, I don't disaster. want any woman. It seems like Lindsay has had experience. <laughs> so that's what they no, no, no. It was because for. one time I got, I was in a wave, and, and by myself, I was in a wave. I got thrown from the wave, and that sand was everywhere. You had a sandy vagina. Mm. That Talk yeah. your way so out your of this one, Lindsay. What? I'm not ashamed to say that that's what happened after a wave sandy tossed me across the fucking world. Okay. Uh, you, unique. Okay, it's my question. Here we go. When's the last time you have been on an amazing date followed by some unbelievable sex? Oh, shit. Boom! Coming out with good questions, y'all. Lay up. Damn, it sounds like it's been a while. I feel bad for like any of your booze that listen to this. Like, damn, my nigga. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to think when was the last time I've been on a date. Hold on. Rissan, what happened? When did Jesus get put on the cross? <laughs> oh, you got jokes. Okay. <laughs> Damn. You need come on. Shit. You want me to change the question? Shit. No, no, no. I'm trying to think. <sighs> you need like, I don't go on dates. Fuck that. All right. <laughs> See what happened when you work too hard? <laughs> you the just got me down just, the aisle, boo. Yeah, just, <laughs> yo, straight to business. Let me know when we get married. <laughs> just say never. Oh my, this is the longest. Take this the really is. <laughs> no, because I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Honestly, if you like had amazing last... sex and you were you went on a, you went on like a date with someone, like you remember the last time the that was in the sex. Because like sometimes people go on dates they don't have sex afterwards. No, but we're talking about even if it was like the fifth date. 
right? Yeah. Even if it was like no, the I'm fifth trying or to think like date. same day that it happened. Oh, you meant same day, no? Yeah, I meant yeah, same that's day. what I'm trying to think. Okay. <laughs> Say no. It's not never. So it was a terrible date and then good sex, or just no date and good sex, right. or bad sex and a good date. Hello. I love the <laughs> way we just flipped this. Hello? Yeah. Jesus, this is the most thinking I've ever seen for this. <laughs> no, because I don't know. Twenty second game. Yeah, back on. We're going past. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Okay, I got it. It, it was. In, what's today's date? What is today's date? <laughs> she asked. You already Daniel. <laughs> Daniel. It might have been like three or two weeks ago, but I don't remember what day. Oh. oh! Finish going. Okay, go ahead. Are you currently being sexually supported? Ooh. <laughs> Put it out there. Dwightuses. I like, like, as in, could you make that text for whoever is possibly in the recent timing of this period sexually supported you? Could you make that call and be sexually supported today? Ooh. If you got that speed dial, <laughs> we want to know. I think. I feel like if he wasn't, he would be like, nah. So I think I am actually absolutely being sexually supported. Oh, yeah. You're fucking thought. The way you said that right now, that was like some thought ass answer, though. That's crazy. No. I think I'm absolutely being sexually supportive. I'm sexually supportive. You got the dog filter on. I can see it. I'm a fucking bird. That's what you call it? The dog filter. I know. Birds. Not bird. No. Okay. Yeah. Fucking. All right. All right. That was a good one. I handed it under pressure. Shut up, Safira. All right. So, D Lo. Yeah. Okay. So. Since you've been in New York, right? How many times have you had sex and not worn a condom? Oh, my oh, God. I don't do the raw dog, baby. No, sir. All right. No, all right. No, Says the dog. person who says, what's a condom? What's that? I said for certain people. Nia Long, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> condom? <laughs> what? Oh, you know who else is bad? That I just saw? Who? Cindy from In Vogue. And she's like 54. Oh my God, yeah. Let me tell you who They're wouldn't pull out. <laughs> Hands and feet would not pull out of Cindy from In Vogue. Is that who's actually supporting Head. you? Oh my God. They're in Head New York. First. Yeah, I love her. I would. Okay. Do you mean be sexually supported by a celebrity, y'all? Mel. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Mel, since you've been throwing these illustrious boat parties. <laughs> Illustrious, because nah, they are they're, fucking they're, fancy. They are fancy. Um, how many fuck women oh. have contacted you for either vaginal or oh oral sex? Oh my god, Gyne this gynecologist. Are we ass talking during or after the boat? I'm talking about all that <laughs> shit. Let's go, Mel. 
Wait, Mel, have you fucked in your boat? I could have. Oh my god, you could have fucked in your boat. You would have said no. You would have said no three times. And the one thing I know about men is if you didn't do it, it's so easy to be like, nah, I didn't. Nah, definitely not. They could have. So, but that's what I'm saying. But he would have said nah if that was the case. Nope. This is the suspicion of women. Don't Very fall true. into it. Very true. Don't yeah, fall am I, into am I, am I completely wrong I'm trying to figure out where he fucked on the boat because like... <laughs> he didn't boat. fuck on the boat. No, but if he was... Oh, oh now we got this. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> we got the captain's room and shit. I was about to say something like that. It would be like a Wait, captain's Mel, room, bathroom, something. Mel, was Not a, the bathroom. It was more than like one person? Yes. It was more than one person. I mean, I've had three parties already and I've been offered three times already. Three different that's, I mean, I'm, I'm, that's pretty good. But it, that, I mean, but you're honestly. the promoter though, so like girls just do that. That's very true. So it's just like, uh, you're not excited and shit. It's not like, oh my god, I can't wait to insane. fucking smash her. Like, right. It's just I'm like, it's, it's the truth. It's like, come on now. Yes, Uni. Uni has a question. <laughs> okay, so I get that. But it was a free party. Why you need to smash a promoter for a free party? Shit. Woo! I mean, I mean, you got to ask your homegirls that. Oh! Not your homegirls. Let me clear this up. Let me clear this up. Not technically Uni's wow. homegirls. I'm very cool with Uni's wow. homegirls. <laughs> but I'm just saying like, you know wow. your homegirls as the women race. One of Uni's homegirls, my future yeah. baby mother. Let's stand <laughs> by that. What are you talking about? Huh? You talking about Chirac? No. Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, you talking about Chirac though? Nah, I love her. He that's, she's cool, though. Is that she is cool. Is, she got that body, no, too. No, 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 no. He knows no. I know too close. That's just, that's just my homie. That's just my homie. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Rasan, you the last... Unless anybody has a follow-up question, Rasan, how many times... <laughs> no, I got a question. You got a question? <laughs> I got a question. Mel, I'm going to let you ask the question. How many times? All your questions are how many times. I, wanna, I don't appreciate it. I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah, you gotta speak into the mic. I wanna know I what you this. were thinking that day that you rocked the old denim. <laughs> we we need answers. We need answers. Rasan did look Rassan, like 1995. Rasan did the old denim, denim on denim. On I denim. thought I was crushing it, bro. <laughs> like, I had this denim shirt from uh, where was it? Um, Ralph Lauren um, Polo and the jeans. Went to Atlantic City. Cop both of them joints at the outlet. Outlet is lit. Do that shit. And I thought I was killing. Bay said, yo, you doing your damn thing. <laughs> I left the house feeling so confident, boy. Came to work, niggas crushed me. But I mean, all day. Like, all day. you look like you just did a bit, dog. Nah, like, it was crazy. Like, you look like you got locked up I never, in I that outfit. I haven't worn outfit. that combo yet. I haven't worn that combo I mean, yeah. I love you. Nah, you already know I got mad you. love yeah, for you. Yeah, you my man. But that day it was just. Nah, fuck all you. Yo, Jameer, what's your question though? Because I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> um, now, now you mentioned that you piecing down sometimes. At whoa, what? Whoa. What the fuck? Wait, what kind, Jameer? Come what? on, no, Jameer. That's not like a personal you know, question. Personal, <laughs> that's not like a personal, personal conversations <laughs> on the air. I'm just playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> I don't mind talking about okay, it. Okay, okay. Here's the thing. Well, all right, give me a theory on you peeing sitting down. Between the times of 3.30 in the morning and 6 <laughs> o'clock in the morning, it's, pretty, it's unrealistic to stand up. Niggas is tired. I don't got the time. Are you really explaining why you sit down in the toilet? Yes! 
Pink. He brought it up though. Yes. But wait. He asked me. Like, no, but I'm saying like he's really going into fucking No, it's real detail. shit. Niggas is too tired to stand up to pee, bro. I'm sorry. I'm going to sit down right quick and I'm going to get back up and go into bed. But wait, so can you, you make a sound bite, like, please, Jameer? Yes. Do you have to like... You know, hold your little thingy down so it pees in the toilet <laughs> and not out. Yeah, do no, I don't like, mean to call it a little thingy. Like, for real, press no, it down. No, you have to press like, you. Know. I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, you know what? I don't know. That, no, I've always wanted to know you. how no, many... No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Little, little thingy is, like, not what uh, I meant by that. Fellas, have you ever uh, <laughs> sat down on the toilet to take a shit and the tip of your dick hit water? Ain't it nasty as shit? Yo. But don't it make you feel good as fuck? Because, Jameer no, and Lindsay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry. This is... Uh, <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I with our fellas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. For sure. Let me get and it this. was going somewhere. It you should need to not. make this entire section a soundbite. I'm gonna get and this. if you don't, we're fighting. No, this. I'm going to get this ship right. I'm writing this ship right now. <laughs> that was You Can't Lie. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. <laughs> Mel left because you pee sitting down. <laughs> All right, this was shameful. D-Lo, I'm sorry. I know Don't worry I, about I, it. I know I know you for 25, man. 30 minutes. Don't worry about it. So shameful. We like family now, we dog. Like, after that, we like family. Just about. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. So. Wow. That was the worst that was ever. Yeah, I'm leaving that in there, though. That's that's staying. I think that was the worst thing. No, I'm not taking. I'm not a guy to a debate. Never. No, I was trying to figure it out. Like, how do you? Uni, stop. Okay, I'm at the street. I'm sorry. Okay, so we're going to talk about industry woes. Oh. So not hoes, woes. Okay. Okay. So whether you face conflict uh, from a a conflicting scenario or whether somebody tried to block your blessings as a as a creative we're gonna talk about the industry and because i think a lot of people think that the industry is all glitz and glam yeah. but nobody knows on the inside except for industry mm. what we really go through so i wanted to have a conversation about that because as upstarters and creatives we all go through our own shit and I know me personally, sometimes I get tired of it. But this is the only thing that I know how to do. Lindsay, we've had conversations yes. about just about the industry in, in, in total. Mm -hmm. And um, we, we, we've we expressed our... Give me another sip of honey first. Okay, well, uh, sip it. Sip we, slow, baby. We, we've expressed <laughs> our, our anger and frustrations. And you have faced some some conflict and frustrations being in the industry. Yes. Um, Being discriminated against because yes. you are in the hip-hop industry. Mm -hmm. And you happen to be white. Yes. Um, I brought you on the show as my co-host to be... Because you're white. No, not because you're white. <laughs> I'm kidding. So I will kidding. toss my honey after <laughs> Get him, Lindsay. No, but I, because you're credible. Because mm -hmm. I think you're talented you. and you. You, you, know, you, you know your shit. She's very knowledgeable. I'm not going to lie. She's very knowledgeable. Very Thank knowledgeable. you very much. But, you know, you've been faced with discrimination. So talk about that coming from your perspective. Yeah, it's it's definitely like a slippery slope for me to talk about just because every if I ever say anything, most people's response is, well, you know, now you know a very, very, very small glimpse of what, you know, minorities face in this country as a whole. Every day they walk out of their houses. And in no way, shape, or form am I ever trying to 
ever compare myself to that. But it has been hard for me, job-wise, in particularly the hip-hop industry, to be taken seriously, to walk in the door and to not people have, like, kind of do a double take or kind of look at me funny or act... Because there's... A, I mean, I hear almost... Anytime I talk to a new person or a stranger um, about a hip-hop topic, I will always hear what you know about that. What mm. would you know about that? Oh, let, let me find out you know something about that. And then I talk. I try to talk about it. And a lot of times, like, I do notice that there's, like, a resistance there to try to, like, for people to take my opinions in a credible form. So it's, I sometimes it could be because I'm white. Sometimes it could just be because I'm a woman. Who knows? Because there's, it's just, it doesn't help that I am, you know, the major, I am the majority race that's coming into the minority, uh, the minority race infused uh, genre that I'm so in love with. But then also be a woman in general. So it's just kind of like two disadvantages at times. Mm. So And some people might view it as the opposite. They might view it as you have more privilege because you're white. Like they want more of that. But that's when it's more of like some of the higher ups who can be a little more corrupt with the, with money who care about that. While I I do want to be sometimes at the lower end of things because that's when you that's what is on there as far as social media, the voice. And the influence, it's the top people who don't get that voice that don't right. speak to the generation. So, mm. yeah. So, I, it's fair. Pick that head up with the instant. Like, no, I'm just saying, you had so much pride when you picked your head up just now. <laughs> no, but, uh, and, and I totally understand. Like I said, we've, we've been able to have conversations about this. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't, I can't, I don't know what you're going through as far as is, is that point. But mm. I... You know, again, I tell you that you are dope at everything you do. Thank you. And this is the reason why you're here. And, you know, I I respect you as a journalist. Okay. I respect you as a co-host. And I, I wanted you here because you were very knowledgeable about that. Thank you. I just want to say that I think you... I think you would do know what she's talking about because I would say I like Lindsay. She's really cool. She, Like I said, she's knowledgeable. And... um. But the same thing that she's talking about just in the hip-hop community is what we go through in every community. Like, every job. Everywhere else you go. Everywhere right? else. Absolutely. So even though this is something that you just feel just in a building that you work, wherever you work at, your job, you feel that there. But when you come outside, you know. I don't have as much to worry about. Exactly. Nearly as much to worry about, ever. We got that everywhere we go. Yeah. So that's why people might be a little of course. hesitant. Yeah. Which is but, why I feel like I can't always speak my mind on that. And I can't protest no, and be upset, that. you know, no, in their faces. You know your shit. So right. as long as you know your shit, you good. Like that's all. That's black people. As long as you know your shit and you could like argue and debate with us, we Gucci. Like there's no. There there's are some no people problems. that do feel differently. To be honest, though, there are some people who say that no matter what you know. <clears throat> what you've been through, what no matter, you know, well, whatever. At the end of the day, you everywhere. are just white. You know what I mean? But there are, I'm saying there are people like that and there are people in the industry like that who yeah. do, can hire me, who who have the power to hire me or to co-sign me or to refer me, mm. <clears throat> who do think like that. And like, honestly, like I do have friends that also think like that too. And it's just, it's about, a conversation is just such an important thing. And I'm lucky to have friends that always want to have conversation or open to that. But it's also a matter of like the industry sometimes like, you're not a friend, so why do I need to care about who you are and what you do? Right. Your skin color is honestly, like, not going to, not a good look for us, you know? Mm. So. Yeah. <laughs> D-Lo, let me, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Uh, you, you have 
come in from Minneapolis. I mean, Minnesota. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Shout yeah. out to Prince. All right. Shout out to Prince. Shout out to Prince. Six one two. I know. Purple rain, baby. But you know, you in a field which is oversaturated. When you come to New York, everybody's a photographer. Right. What's some of the underhanded shit that you had to go through to kind of get to where you are now? Uh, realizing that I definitely need a backup job. Because mm. uh, the thing about it is so frustrating because you have these people with talent but don't have that business mentality. And you have the people with the business mentality that go buy a camera. So mm. all they do is take pictures. They... It's like they buy a good camera with good quality and everything, but it's like, dude, your content. What are you? What are you taking a picture of? Yeah, I understand that the quality's good, but that's because of the camera. But you like, it's nothing there, dog. You just want to be a part of us, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So it is very oversaturated, and it makes it hard for the the real artists. You know what I'm saying? Because we actually have something to say, mm. just like rappers, singers, and everything. They, they have something to say. They have something they want to express to people that they feel like may help people. That's the same way I feel about my photography because I look at my photography like a mixtape. You know what I'm saying? So when I work with these different artists, I feel like that's giving out my demo and everything. But it's so many people that's not necessary to give out their demos before I even get that opportunity or just being in the right place at the right time because of who they know. But still, the content of what they're taking is not... It's, I don't know. It's, it's like, what is this, dog? Like, what is this? It's shit. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's like, what is this? Do you feel comfortable sending these people these pictures? But the thing is that they got the plug. So they mm. get that firsthand. You know what I'm saying? So I really had to work my way through. You know what I'm saying? Even though I say I had to, like, go through these uh, club doors and sneak through. Man, it's honestly, I probably snuck through most more events than I actually had legit access to. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because I don't have no plug up here. I came by myself. I ain't got no family. And all I do is see people walking around here with a big-ass camera on their neck. And I just look at them like, you know, it's like friendly competition to me. But photographers got, like, some type of stick up their ass because every time you see another dude with a camera, they look at you funny and saying, saying, what's up? I'm a cool dude. I say, what's up? If you got a camera, that's like, not racially, racially, but it's like when two black dudes see each other. Instead of saying, what's up, they'd rather mug you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's the same thing photographers do. So, you know, it's it's like, damn, I can't win. You know, it's just like I have to make, uh, um, I have to create the whole thing for myself. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, I could try to blend in with your crew, but I don't know if I really want to, you know? And it's like, yeah, I got my camera. You know, I... I don't know. It get kind of frustrating, man, to tell you the truth, man. It gets pretty frustrating, but it's faith. You got to have faith in yourself, you know what I'm saying? As long as you got that vision, you know what I'm saying? You may have a couple setbacks. You may have to retreat for a couple, you know, retreat for a little bit, but it's just very oversaturated. It can get annoying. It can get it can get discouraging to see so many people with cameras. And the thing about it, too, is like when you see them with these big-ass cameras, you don't even know what they took. So you may be intimidated just because they got a better camera right. than you. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, nah, nigga. Like, I can, you can give me anything. Give me a cell phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, this is my eye. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I have the vision for this. You can give me anything. You don't see the thing. I always say, that's why I don't mind helping people with photography. Because it's like, we can sit in the same room together and we can have the same camera and we can have the same lighting. But I would take a picture of this cup different than what you would take it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't see it the way you see it. I don't see life the way you see it. But it's so many people with cameras that they don't even care to see everybody's picture to be like, oh, 
Hey, let me take hey, take another picture of that. All right, take another picture of that. All right, all y'all leave. Y'all ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want this guy because mm-hmm. this guy knows what he's doing. He knows what he see. He knows what he wants to tell. He knows what story he wants to tell. So it's hard for me to get my story out when, like, especially like Instagram. Instagram is hard to get your stuff out because people already got their following from right. elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? They probably did fashion design. Now they right. want to be a photographer and shoot all these models with their clothes on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or a lot of these do, a lot of these photographers want to shoot only females because sex sells. Mm. I can't, I can't really push myself over there. Even though I know it's money up and shooting females and shooting naked females, and I know it's attention there, it's not in my heart. You know what I'm mm. saying? I can't. I just won't be there. Like. I would be trying to please somebody else. Right. And I think Severe had a question. No, I I agree with what you're saying because I think a lot of what's happening now is it's starting to become like the true artist against people who are in a doggy dog world in a sense. Mm. And I kind of found myself at that space, like wanting to learn how to do everything. But when you think about it, like, and I kind of feel like that's a lot of the what millennials think like. Like, I want to master this. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this because I need to get hired. So if they're not hiring for, you know, content producers, I'm going to learn how to do X, Y, and Z. But that might not be your true passion. That might mm. not be your true artistry. So what's happening a lot, like he said, is that there's photographers out there. Yeah, you know how to pick up a camera. You know how to do X, Y, and Z. You can, the business mindset is there for you to go purchase a very good camera, but you don't have the eye. You know, right. you're not an artist. It's just like all of these. I have a dance background, and a lot of people are usually surprised because I'm not as in shape as I used to be or whatever. But I can still tell the difference between a true artist's work or some someone who thinks it's a fad because mm. that's a lot of what's going on. These fad type of things. Oh, well, everyone's doing all of this stuff, so I'm going to jump in and I'm going to do this, 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 and this. So I think, like, just to piggyback off of what you said, I think that's a lot of what's going on. Yeah. It it, it, it gets tough in that situation. And it's really difficult because, like I said, you know, millennials, we're not making that much money or whatever Mm. in the positions that we're in. So we're trying to really figure out what our niche is. But... You got to watch yourself because you could get caught up in that, oh, I can do everything type of mindset when in all actuality, it's like just stay in your lane and try to really focus and hone that type of craft. Right. right. And mm. another thing, too, is that uh, photographers are not appreciated as much as they should be at this mm. moment. You know what I'm saying? Because my thing, and especially working at uh, venues like SOBs and everything, I take pictures. Like, I had to go get a Wi-Fi card so I can get my pictures to the artist before these other cell phones get it. You know what I'm saying? Right, cell phones right. is my competition. It's not even the people that's taking it. It's so many people there with their cell phone and just send that picture straight to that person and be like, and then that person, that artist uses it. But it's like, yo, why would you use this? Why would you use this picture when I got this fantastic picture for you to really show what the event was like? You know what I'm saying? But you'd rather get this camera phone picture of somebody that was in the front row that just was that got your face good, you know what I'm saying? But the rest might be blurry and stuff. Mm. So it's like it, we just not appreciate it. I don't feel like I don't feel like photographers are appreciated. So my thing is that I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna make sure y'all hear me. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like I'm gonna kick down these doors and be like, I ain't going nowhere. You mm. know? So that's my thing. I get more I get more fire into me when I deal with this shit. So mm. uh let me uh throw a question to the room and I'll start with Mel. 
Uh, how do you, because Safira brought up a really great point, knowing that this business, and I'm sure we all have been through this financially, a strain on all of us, um, how do you stay encouraged and pushing through with your dreams and aspirations? Well, for me, it's like you put so much work into it. Like yeah. I put so much work into like getting to where I'm at. So it's like I have no other choice. I'm not going to let all those years that I've grinded my ass off just uh, I'm not getting paid what I feel like I should be getting paid because mm. I know if I work hard enough, that one day is going to come. You know, like obviously if you work hard, you're always going to get your reward at the end. So I just feel like no matter what, no matter what people say, no matter what life throws at you, you can't let that drag you down. Like, you got to follow your dream no matter what. Like, if, you, if you're making a dollar, if you're making a thousand dollars, like, if you love what you do, there's no excuse. There's no nothing. Nothing's going to bother you from, t like, like, nothing's going to be taken away from you. And I was going to say, too, is also, like, the problem now with the industry is a lot of pretenders. Mm. Too many, and it's becoming ridiculous. Like, people... Like he said with photography, people will pick up a camera two months later, you're a photographer. Like, fuck out of here. You don't know about that camera. You don't know if that camera breaks down. You don't know how to fix it. You don't know how to, like, really get technical with it. And also, like, I think it starts with the, it starts with the industry, especially with artists. When we, started, when we started, like, accepting these pretenders, like, these fake artists, these wannabes, like, wannabe having these drug bars and these gum bars, but they never fucking even touched that in their life, mm. I feel like that's when we started going downhill. Mm. And it's like, it sucks because we see, like, we saw the original hip-hop, like, like, just turn into a fucking show, to t like, turn into, like, a mainstream show. Like, the faker you are, the better you are, like, the more popping you are. Like, it makes no sense to me, like, this whole Drake shit and Matt shit. Like, it's just too many pretenders in this world, and it's like, just be yourself. Everybody just forgot that. People forget that now. Just be yourself. People are going to accept you no matter what. Right. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to be like somebody else. Stop trying to be like an artist. Stop trying to be like your idol. Be yourself. Be your person. Be your own legacy, you know? Mm. That's just, that shit is like transparent. You know what I'm saying? We see straight through y'all. Like, seriously. Like, I, I see, I be seeing straight through these dudes, man. It ain't, like, even with the uh, singers, photographers, artists. Like, if you a true art, it's just like real recognize real. You know right. what I'm saying? All you got to do is have a couple words with somebody. You know what I'm saying? They don't even know how to communicate these days. They just want to get up in your spot so they can say they did it or they got it. They don't know what to do with it mm. once they get it, though. They just want that spot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to stay true to yourself because you, you about to work real hard to get up in my spot, and you don't know what to do next once you get to that next level because your vision didn't go that far. Right. Your vision only went as far as you trying to get in my spot or ahead of me. You know what I'm saying? So... It's like, what is your ultimate vision with this? You just want to take pictures? You know what I'm saying? Just take, I don't know. It's just, it's like an overall thing. What do you want overall? Do you just want to be known? Do you just want to be seen? Hmm. Or do you have a story to tell? Do you have something that needs to be heard? You know? That's I, I think that's an interesting point that he said that, um, like, people are trying to comfort each other's, like, spots and stuff, and oh, they don't yeah. know what to do with it. But I think that... I think that we're make, we're the generation that is making it cool or is going to make it cool, I mean, with, amongst people like us, to create your own spot. Fact. To have an original spot, to create something out of, like, nothing, whether it's starting your own platform, whether it's starting your own business. I feel like that's definitely a trend. And 
while a, the only problem is that, you know, a lot of us just don't necessarily take the time to research how to do it properly, which is why a lot of us do end up failing with the first few attempts mm. if we if we try to do that. But I think everyone's so focused on this glamour side of things. Everyone's so focused on the money. Everyone's so focused on like how it looks on social because social media makes everything look great. It's nice to yeah. look on like, you know, Lior Cohen's like, you know, so Snapchat and be like, he's living, you know, it's nice. It's easy to look on, you know, um, people who work for a Def Jam. It's easy, it's easy to look on anyone who's working for like, you know, a big label or an artist managing them, whatever it might be and be like, this looks so glamorous and cool and be like, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be his A&R instead of that person. Well, how about you just respect the fact that that person worked to get there and they're obviously there for a reason and you create your own, like you do your, your job to get to, if you want to be the A&R for Def Jam, how about you find a way to either create your own Def Jam or to create a pos create a position where Def Jam will want you as their own thing and you don't have to override anyone else because we're tearing each other down too much. Facts. Totally agree. Um, I want to go around the room and say because I feel like enough people don't say exactly what they want to do out mm -hmm. loud and um, I feel like it's critically important to always get our dreams out there, mm -hmm. right? So I feel like this is a form, also a form to really live and get your dreams out and get your voice heard. And that's why we kind of created Play Cousins. Mm -hmm. So I want to start with Uni um, and then go this way all the way back up to Safira. So Uni, at the, the end goal, if you could do anything you wanted to do without anybody blocking you, what would you want to do? What would you want to be? Um, it's two things. One of the things is I like, telling, I like people telling their stories. Mm. But like not... But, like, in a different type of way, like, either visually or just something that's, like, personal that inspires other people. And another thing I like is the idea. It's not even the idea. Like, well, now it's an idea because it doesn't really exist. Like, artist development. Mm -hmm. Like, sitting down with an artist, seeing, like, what they want and, like, trying to, like, break down a plan of how you get there, like, a step-by-step. -step. Right. So, like... Those two things are things I like. Just like helping people develop or helping people get their story out. Right. Mm. D-Lo. Uh, my end goal is to do short films. I feel like uh, photography right now is just getting me to that point and letting me mm. figure out what type of emotions I want to be able to capture because I feel like uh, if you actually put one of my pictures into some type of machine that can make it start moving back into that motion in time, I want to be able to, you know, do that myself. I want to be able to create a short film just like the same emotions that you feel off my photography. So I want to, you know what it is? You know how music controls you? You listen to like a gospel, you listen to R&B and it makes you feel some type of way. You listen right. to trap music, it makes you want to fight or sell drugs or some shit. Absolutely. I want to do that, I want to do that with my short films. Mm. It's like controlling a person's emotion without you being there. It's like magic to right. me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, man. Like every time I listen to this, Raheem Devon song, I be wanting to cry and call a girl. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Oh God, Anthony Hamilton for Jameer. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, that's my that's my ultimate goal. Yo, Mel, come on. Uh, man, I have two goals. Uh, one is also the same thing with uni, like artist development, like really work with these artists, sit down with them, teach them how to freaking be an artist, like you know, per, like kind of per, perfect their craft. And also, like, I would like to be a music director here. Nice. That's, like, Ooh, one that's of my what's goals. up. Yes. Like, I didn't know that. I, I really want to bring back hip-hop 
here. Like, right. I want to bring back New York hip hop. Like the Ooh. difference. Shout out like, to not, that. Not only like hip hop. Like, people are like, oh, I want to bring hip hop back. Like, first of all, there's still real hip hop. There's still yeah, a lot facts. of artists out there that are still lyrical and love the culture and do it for the culture. They just need the platform. But they just basically need the platform. And this is the huge platform. Like, this is the biggest fucking platform. Hot 97 is the biggest fucking platform. Which we're not at currently, but we love Hot 97. <laughs> okay. So yeah. But so much. I'm just saying, like, not here. I would love to <laughs> help. We're not, we're not at we're Hot not, 97. We're not at we're Hot 97. Shut up. No. We're not. Thank you. Oh I guess we're in a studio, but um, that yeah. is not at Shut up. 97. Right. Let's not get this 90s. clear. Let's get this clear. Right. But yeah, that's one of my goals, man. I would love to be a music director or program director here. Okay. For sure. Like, there you go. All right. And here is not. It's not how they. Oh my god. I mean here. Not in Fuego 97. Fuego 97. And he means here as in New York City. Yeah. There we go. All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks for clearing that up. Right. Oh, oh. Um, Jesus. That, that, Jamie, that other station, that. we don't, we don't, we don't we address that them. Voldemort. I'm sorry. Voldemort. The radio station we don't name. That's right. Rasan, go ahead. Um, yeah, well, I want to oh be a, a filmmaker. Not just short films like my man He wants said. to make pornos. <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't be terrible. No. <laughs> you about to be a married-ass man. Stop That's it. That's why he needs I to do it. I could shoot the right, pornos. What are you talking about? I could shoot the pornos. It's fine. I don't have to pit my penis. No. I want to be a filmmaker. Where are we going? And, um, Where are we going? I, make, I just want to make magic, bro. I want to make everything that comes in my head. I have a lot of stories, a lot of... I spend a lot of time talking to myself, and I think that I'm not crazy. We need a. We, you need a hug? <laughs> You looking at me like I'm crazy. You pee sitting down. No, no, no. I need that. Who doesn't talk to themselves? What is going on here? You petty? (laughs) You pee sitting down too. Fight me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I have a vagina. I want to be. Not have penis attached to me. Take off Lindsay's mic. Um, (laughs) Yeah. All right. Yeah, I want to be a filmmaker, man. I just want to be great. I want to be better than anybody in the world and... Just put my people on. I want to be the next Adam Sandler. He makes movies Dope. and put his oh, people's yeah. on. That's, that's yeah. fucking amazing yeah. to me, that's bro. And he yeah. wants Oscar. And it's all more like he, he uses the same people and everything. He wants I want to put Jameer, my niggas right here. Every not when you have that face. God, hey, all right. I love y'all. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So, um, ulti- <laughs> <laughs> ultimately. I would love to have my own talk show, right? Because Which like daytime, day like I want to be a combination of Arsenio and Ellen. Like I've, yes! I've said this, like <laughs> no, no, no. I fucking love Ellen and I fucking love Arsenio. I love like, Ellen with all my heart. Right. I just want to talk That's about some music. I will only shit move to LA if I get a job with her. Keep Ellen people shit. happy. Keep people happy. Bring a shock out every now and again. Like, why the fuck not? Not that's dead ass. That's you. Like, if the, I, was I say, know. I was gonna say, if there's anyone that Jameer, if Jameer is anyone, it's old Arsenio Hall, oh, Arsenio. where he brought all of the fucking artists together on that yes. stage, and Ellen, the funny, uh-huh. like the little quirky, funny, like just Absolutely. always positive. That's totally you, Jameer. Yeah, yeah. I definitely want to do Maybe that. We're starting it tomorrow. Arsenio. Oh, Arlen, El- let's think of something more creative, <laughs> and then we'll go with Arlen that. Arlen Elsenio. Um, 
I have to pee. Let me shorten this. All right. So I know you're dying right now. I want to do that. And then I also want to continue to mentor. Uh, I think, yes. I think you're not you're not totally successful or great unless you bring people up with you. Absolutely. Right? So there's a generation uh, behind us that doesn't know anything about getting into this business. Right? So I want to create a, a concrete pipeline that can help funnel them into the industry without having to jump through some of the same... Create like it's good to get experience and get your knees and and hands dirty in in this industry, but some of the shit we go through is unnecessary. So there needs to be a a, a pipeline that we can create to uh, help bring people up uh, that look and think like us and that are dope in industry money. I want to make people better than I want people to aspire to be better than I was. You're not a great mentor until you have a success story where people are better than you, where people are doing better than you, doing more than you, because that continues on the legacy. Mm. If your legacy stops right there, it ain't shit. So that's what I want to do. Y'all continue. I'm going to go pee, and then we can sign up the show. Excuse me. I have to pee. (laughs) No, Lindsay's also the host, and she can man this ship. Except for the buttons. Hurry up yes. and go right. to the bathroom. So you do it. But you got to listen to us. I will. It's okay. I talk to Jameer about this all the time. He'll listen when he edits this. I talk to Jameer all the time. It's okay. Well, me, me personally, Lindsay India, would like to... Um, I'm still kind of battling as for what I want to do. But all I know is that being that I am a white person, half white person, but still white person in hip hop, I would like to be able to be... Um, I would like to help, you know, push forward the Black Lives Matter movement, but be able to do it from a side of helping people understand, helping white people understand, you know, the minority perspective as well as give the minorities a white perspective with actual rationality and logic and um, actual understanding and sympathy and empathy towards that situation that's going on. Um, but I would also like to be able to create like a platform that pushes authentic hip hop culture, what's what the culture is about. And that involves, you know, the four elements of hip hop, you know, like the importance of the DJ, graffiti artist, the B-boy Come and the on, MC. Lindsay. So like you need, you need to be able to push it forward because graffiti is is dying and it's yes. re- and it's I think that's one of the saddest things to me because when you look at back on like, you know, 1977, dances, I think. when you look back at 1977, when, when hip hop was truly birthed, graffiti was literally like a concrete foundation of inspiring the art that went on throughout the sound of hip hop. Because everybody was leaving their tags. People felt like they could, they they mattered because they were able to tag places up. They were able to spread their art. And it was their release from all of the shit that was happening, especially in the South Bronx. So I feel like it's such an important thing that we need to revisit. I feel like the DJ doesn't get enough credit anymore whatsoever when they are literally running the show. Literally. Shout out to Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh. They are running the fucking show. Um, and I just, I think that that's something that's so important. And if I can combine kind of the two like two things about me i love hip hop and i'm white and those are two things on the surface surface of me so when you see me you see that i'm white when you hear me you know that i love hip hop and if i can combine those two into some sort of platform giving people a voice helping other people that's all i care about that's dope nice what's your other half i'm indian native american no like from india oh okay yeah wow i know i want to charge you cuz you just like rasan said earlier you know a lot you just dropped so much knowledge. Oh, you gotta, you. you gotta keep 
you got to keep that going. Always. Hip-hop, I wear hip-hop on my sleeve more than I wear anything else, I, I mean, would say. And we know that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But just don't, what I'm going to say to you, don't be afraid. <laughs> don't be afraid. Fuck the people who talking to you like, oh, you're just white. Like, fuck that. I know. I just, it would be nice if they didn't work in HR department Very and true. head of labels. Very true. So let's and, yeah, you know what I mean? Tread lightly on the fuck that's got it. <laughs> that's my only thing. If they weren't able, if they weren't able to hire me, yeah. I w- obviously wouldn't give a fuck. Right. I'd be like, okay, because I went to an all white high school where like Dave Matthews band flourished and Nelly was like a joke. And like, which, which at the time, fair, he what released grills. He was a fucking joke. But, but besides that, they look at hip hop as like rap is crap. So it's like you know, I didn't care how what they thought. But now you know, there's people similar thinking like that on the opposite spectrum, who are the heads of labels and A and R departments and marketing and promotions, and that are gonna look at me and be like, nah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I miss that. I'm you sorry. I pee. It was great, too. but I, I know she went <laughs> she off. She was Lindsay is a jewel. You said four elements of hip hop. I believe there's five, and I think you missed the break dancers. Uh, B boy was the, f- the third. Uh, the third one, I think. I she said, said it. B boy. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Got it. Stand Ouch. corrected. There you go. It's okay. All right. Safira. When I grow up, now. Toys R Us kid. No. Um. I was just. I'm so fascinated by what everybody said, but. I like to I like to put people on, mm. which is why I started Sassbox because it's not I don't have a bunch of um, big brands in Sassbox. Like I literally can go to Afropunk or I can go to somebody's Instagram and see something dope that I want to try personally, and I believe I have good taste. I mean, whatever. Yes, like, and I just like to put people on, even <laughs> even as down to like. Um, the music that I listen to, the people that I talk to, whatever, I just like to put people onto things. So with that in mind, obviously my end goal in about a year, because uh, got to get this business to booming, but is to have Sassbox be like the on the forefront for women. Mm. And main, I created it for women of color because there's Birchbox, which doesn't really, it doesn't, I've tried it. You know, I did my market research. There's Ipsy. It don't do nothing for my women of color. I don't think there's enough out there for us that is a lifestyle box. And there's things that, you know, black women really like to do, Hispanic women really like to do, even our Indian women, our Asian women like to do, and it may not be suitable to the white woman, so to speak. Mm. So, you know, I may have, for instance, Scotty Beam. She's... Diani's trill as shit. Shout out to But she's still a sassy woman at the Mm. end of the day. Mm -hmm. So there's there's many sides to a sassy woman. (laughs) We all know that. (laughs) (laughs) There's many sides to a sassy woman. Like she could be trill, she could be ratchet, she could be sophista ratchet, she could be sophisticated, she could be blessed. So like there's so many sides to a sassy woman. And I just want to bring a product to you monthly that has all of those sides inside of it. That's a lot of sides. But anyway, yeah. it has all of those sides of whatever products you may need inside of it that you can, you know, tap into. So let's just say Uni may not be a sophisticated. Maybe Uni is a cute, quiet, sassy woman, but she could share with Lindsay, who's the hip-hop sassy woman, Right. whatever product is in there. So Sassbox is my end goal. I wanted to take upon so many things. I always have so many thoughts and ideas moving in my head, so... Eventually, it's going to be a multi-platform for 
women of color, but right now it is a product service, and I would like to just do that for the rest of my life. Put yeah. people on. Yeah, and what, what I was talking to Safira about is that, you know, maybe one day we can create a partnership, you know, where she can come on here, provide services for people I'd that love come to. on. I'd love and, to. Um, you know, because we're, we're all here to help each other. Mm-hmm. And I truly thank all of you guys for being on the show. Um, you know, you guys inspire me. And and I, the reason I wanted to do the show, and I always say this because I want, nobody should be unnoticed, right? We're mm-hmm. all superstars. We all have a dope story to tell. This is a forum to do that. So, d I I met you today. And yes, I can say that through hearing your story and, you know, feeling your journey, like, I can be like, yo, D-Lo is dope. Mm. You appreciate dope. that. And I hope Extra the people dope. out there that hear this show can also say that. And Uni and Safira and, of course, Lindsay, mm-hmm. who is my wonderful co-host every week. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. As and mm-hmm. Rasan and Mel, like, I just thank all of y'all for being here. Safira, what the fuck did you eat? It was my gum. I say, uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. You know, I got kid tendencies. I know you're a child. You're a child. You're a child. But uh, uh, I thank you guys for being on the show. Um, we got to close out. Mm-hmm. Everybody, just uh, Instagram, Twitter, where they can find you, website, all that shit. Can I start off? Yeah, if you if all you right, would cool. like to. All right. Well, this is D-Lo Slaughter speaking. Uh, my Instagram is Creative Weirdo. And we all are creative weirdos, so you shouldn't forget that one. So creative weirdo on Instagram. Is it spelled the... Exactly the way. Okay, not the ethnic way. No, no, no. Okay, not with a K or... No, it's the European way. So creative weirdo. (laughs) Um, We also have www.faithfocusflash.com. Faith Focus Flash is the name of the photography, so y'all can check that out. Uh, You can Google me, baby. And <laughs> I stand proud on that one. So you can either put D-Lo Slaughter in Google. You can put Faith Focus Flash in there. Um, and, you know, I just appreciate this moment. And I appreciate you, you know, accepting me with open arms. You know, this is a great experience. So I hope everybody enjoys the photography that they see on the website or on the Instagram. And holler at me whenever. Uh, yeah. NYC, what's happening? What's happening, baby? Respect. Uni, go ahead. Oh, okay. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Uni Smiles. Spell it. U-N-E-E Smiles. Right. <laughs> Better know how to spell um, smiles. Right. And you can also, like, you can check out my interviews either on DJ Nelsh YouTube or Uni Smiles YouTube or on, well, yes, it's not live live, but... It'll be live next Friday. But unismiles.com. <laughs> there we go. go Is Uni. that the Joey Badass one? Oh. No, what? that's just so basically I randomly was doing the boards one day. I was like, you know what? Let me create a, a website with everything I've done up there. Oh, nice. So it's So like, that's coming out. Yeah. Okay. Friday. Nice. Next next Friday. Proud of you, Uni. Thank you. Okay. Safira Sasbox. So you can follow me on my business pages because Y'all need to follow my... Pa- nah, I'm probably... <laughs> <laughs> I need my followers up. Now, follow me at, at sass.box on Instagram. That's two X's. Um, www.sassbox.com. Again, that's two X's. Um, sassbox underscore two X's on Twitter. 
And then my personal pages, you can just look for Safira. And if you don't find me, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here. And like like D-Lo said, you could Google me. I got some articles me, around there somewhere. Right. <laughs> okay, uh, Rasan. Instagram, Reb out here. Uh, Twitter, Reb lost in the music. That's Reb, R-E-B, lost, the letter N, D-A, music. Jesus, Rasan. <laughs> Oh, you can just put Rasan Baskin and you're going to find me because I'm so lit. Um, <laughs> album, no. com- album coming soon. Check out for, <laughs> check out for that music. Um, Gotta send y'all that link, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, Get Money Fuck that Bitches. Uh, that's mm-hmm. going gonna, gonna to hit the airways real, real soon. Because I'm something like a legend in the making. You know what I'm saying? Hated uh, it. Oh, hated it. Ooh. I- I feel like I'm legend in the making. Oh, so fortified. Shout out to y'all. All right, all right. Yo, I mean, yo, thank you guys for being here. Uh, Lindsay, I want to dedicate this to you as well. What? Because oh, I know, so I know that you know we we uh we were going through some stuff. Uh, we're coming on this episode, and Lindsay's going through some personal stuff. So you know, our prayers are with you, Thank and you, uh, we love you so much. I love you, and I love all of you. Thank Shout you. out to Lindsay. Thank you, baby. Yeah, everyone. We out of here like last man, last year, man. All right, love you guys. Love you guys. Peace. 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 Adios. <laughs>